Warning. What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I am Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. Zach, how are you doing? Uh, well. Fantastic. You made a concoction over there. I did. Do you want to reveal the recipe or just say it's delicious? It's delicious. Hell yeah, I like the secrecy. But it is a good delicious beverage. It is. I'm glad you're drinking it. Mm-hmm. Because I have a story for you. Okay. All right. Now, a few weeks ago, um, well, months ago, I had uh, done, you know, because I you know, do artistic events. I sell my wares and interact with people about arts you're, you're and whatnot. You're a peddler. I, I, you know, well, that's a good way to put it. I like that. That's nice. Peddle your wares. Yeah, my artistic... Um, you travel about. I do. I am a peddler. It is interesting to think about it that way. But I am. Yeah. And I sell things. I'm a bard. Great. <laughs> that, seems, <laughs> that seems like it sound a little cooler. Wouldn't I be a, a merchant? No. Artisan. There's no, artists. A merchant, you're, you're selling yeah, other I'm, people's wares. Yeah, but I'm, sorry, I'm selling mine. Yeah, you're a peddler. All right, fine. <laughs> we'll roll with this. That's fine. Well, so this peddler was going to... Well, speaking of being a... Oh, you're a bard, but you also brew things. Yes. Yeah, distill things. No? No. no. Brew? Yep. It's all brewing. Yep. I'm not going to use those as the same word because they are different. They are very different. But I was... There was an event... Um, at the Thornton Distillery in good old Thornton, Illinois. Um, and it was a fun, I mean, it was a great place. It's one time, I mean, you should honestly go because it's like multi-layered. The building has a lot of history um, that I only have briefly memorized in my head. I mean, I'm just going to tell it to you. I mean, we're having a conversation tonight. Mm-hmm. This episode is a conversation episode because um, I'm going to be talking about a couple experiences. And one of those experiences, um, you know, involves the Thornton Distillery, um, but it's an older distillery, uh, actually the oldest one in Illinois. Um, I think it goes back to the 1860s. Um, And I do not have everyone's names memorized that were a part of this because it shifted in and out of ownership throughout the years. Sure. Um, But but they're also, I mean, Illinois is not known for their bourbon because... It can't be bourbon. Right. Because it's not made in... Kentucky. Yeah. So, I don't know what they would even make. I mean, it's... Uh, it's Anything, but... It's called... Nowadays, it is referred to as the Thornton Distilling Company, but it's also, I mean, brews, beverages, beers. They make all sorts of... Okay. Now. Correct. Yeah. And over the years, um, they had made... I want to say whiskey or beer that tasted perhaps different to the palates of the people who inhabited the area. Because if we go back further, naturally, all land in America was, of course, Native American lands. Um, you know, that ceased to be. Really? 
it, it did. <laughs> isn't that isn't that interesting to, to mention that people came in and decided that it was theirs? I thought it just became the U.S. in 1776. You know what? I think a lot of people feel that way. Huh. They think those things that are um, not accurate. But um, so it was populated by many people, and it was populated by many different people. Um, people settled. They started the company. were brewing stuff. And they would, you know, over the years, different families would, you know, change hands of owner, owning this um, brewery. And then it's Illinois. So eventually things come to a head in the era of prohibition. What a wild choice. Hmm. Prohibition. You know, it seems like a good idea. Go on. If we ban all this this thing that everyone likes. I'm going to do a, I want to play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Let's say nothing's going on. You can't watch your favorite shows. You're working long hours and there's nothing else to do. So all you do is drink, go home and beat your wife. That's a bad thing. So when a lot of people see this as a bad thing, instead of like maybe evolving society and like learning how to be better people, we choose just to like take get rid of this social contagion. We already banned beating your wife, and he's still doing it. <laughs> Again, also, you could even argue certain money interests were involved in wanting to make a profit off of banning the alcohol and selling it legally on a black market. Oh yeah, I know, I know plenty of prohibition stuff. It's yeah. It's a thing we it's, did. It's quite a foundation a of, of bad choices involved. American corruption. Because then once it was passed, like everybody looked away. But then if you hated somebody, you could just, you know, I mean, it was an excuse. Witch hunt. It was an excuse to get rid of people. Absolutely. Which is interesting to tie in how much witches and alcohol are intertwined throughout history. That's a thing, too. You know, brewing. They brew. Are you calling me a witch? You'd be a, wouldn't you be a wizard or a warlock? Mm, not necessarily, I don't think. Well... Do you want to be a witch? Kind of. All right. You're a witch. Sweet. All right. So imagine you're a witch during Prohibition. And uh, what you're doing is illegal and you're done. But let's say a fancy man in a fancy suit showed up and was like, hey, I'm going to give you some money. If you keep doing what you're doing, like off the books. Okay. But what if you're a moral witch and you're like, I don't want to deal with you. You look kind of sketchy. Perhaps you're part of um, an MOB or a the MAFIA. What if you think this man's a gangster? Because chances are he probably is. Hmm. What if his name rhymed with Sal the Bone? What if that was a man that was talking to you? Al Capone? <laughs> what? I also just like the idea of a gangster called Sal the Bone. I mean, that's a good name, too. It's not bad. It kind of works out. That's why out. You, that one I was like, is that the guy's actual name? And I was like, oh, no. Nope. It's rhyme time. Yep. Well, this, again, because I don't have these notes in front of me because we're just having a conversation, having a story. Um, the moral witch said no. And might have been burned alive in the fire that was set upon his place because no one ever saw that man again. So that was bad. That'll do it. Also, um, during, and then there's other gangsters involved throughout the years, and people might have been murdered in this establishment, um, perhaps burned in that fire too. Um, 
people could have been. I th- think it was, I'm trying to remember. Um, cause the wonderful paranormal investigators that I was with, cause eventually I'm building to the part, part where I was in this establishment participating in a ghost investigation. Um, what is it called? The distillery? I just want to see where. Yeah. Thornton. Thornton's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was showing me a lot of gas stations in my area. Correct. Yeah. The distilling co will help. I'm just curious as to where it is in the Chicagoland area. Sure. I mean, it's just, it's probably a half hour outside the city. Approximately. Oh. It's closer to us than I would have thought. You know, it's like 40 minutes? Uh, I don't know. I didn't get directions. Oh, that's I didn't directions? know. You, no, well, I mean, maps might pop up. I don't know. That's true. But how would I know your location? Doesn't Google just know everything about you? No, because I turn all that shit off. <laughs> makes you 45 su- minutes. Makes you suspicious. Yeah, well, that's fine. Truth be told, everything you've already done throughout your life, Google can piece together and just know who you are. Yeah. Isn't that cool? No. Do you like how like we never sign up for all this stuff and it just became a thing? I'm like, oh, now we're in it. Yep. Cool. Yeah, and perhaps what I can do, um, even at the end of this effort, we're done having our conversation. Maybe we can jump in later with some facts. You know what I mean? Uh, who needs them? Ah, uh, you know, we'll see. Might be cool. But um, so because of you know that fire and potential murders that happened in this place, plus its age and also. Um, it was discussed that any, you know, because it was a vital part of uh, Native American life, you know, battles fought on this land too. Mm -hmm. Um, During the investigation, people also mentioned that the land, in fact, could be cursed because like businesses in Thornton would fail or bad things would happen, befall them outside of just this distilling company. So that currently resides in the building. Um, So a lot of sketchy, you know what I mean? Like there just could be a lot of things going on. And I was also, and then um, my friend Jack, who put on the investigation, he mentioned the theory with limestone and how different stones can hold energy, mm-hmm. like the theory behind that. So this building is entirely made out of limestone that came from a quarry not too far away from where the building is. So this might provide a supernatural anchor point to channel energy if the energy does in fact exist here. Okay. okay. All right. So all this is built in. This is why there's an investigation. Mm-hmm. Now I come in. Not just me. There's a bunch of people, but I'm here. So before the investigation starts, I show up. I'm hungry. So what do I do? Eat a hot dog. I eat delicious barbacoa tacos. That sounds even better. They are incredible. My mouth is full of flavor. I am very happy. Okay. But I'm drinking stuff. I have to use the bathroom. So I get up. I walk away from the table where, um, where we're at. And then I go into the bathroom. And I use it. You know how that goes. Can, you get, can we get more details on that? Uh, well, what I do <laughs> is I unzip my pants. All right, never mind. I'm good. And then I go, ah, this is getting disgusting. Why did you ask for these details? Anyways, the do- it's a public place. I lock the door. It's probably better for everyone involved. Um, so I'm going to the bathroom. Sounds less public when you lock the door. Mm, you'd think. Hmm. And then like somebody's knocking on my door. It's like a... Sure. I'm like, okay. 
Like, all right, I mean, the door's locked, clearly. I'm using the bathroom. The light's on. You can tell from the crack underneath the door. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Then, like, I hear it again. Like, it, it, somebody's still knocking on my door. I'm like, man, I just got in here. All right. But, like, you know what it's like to be in a stall or any bathroom, and, like, somebody, like, knocks and, like, waits. Like, you know somebody's out there. Right. Right? You know, like, okay, sure. fine. Then, like, the door handle's, like, jiggling. Like, noticeably, like, feels like it sounds like it's being shook. Mm-hmm. And I was like, come on, man. And then I, like, like hurry up. I, you know, because I told you I unzipped my pants. Well, to leave the bathroom, you should probably zip them back up. Sure. So I do that. Mm-hmm. I'm containing myself, you know. Sure. That's what I call that. <laughs> and then <Okay>. I... <laughs> All right. And I wash my hands. And then, like, it's, like, jiggling. I'm this close. They're like, I'm in here. So I'm like, fine. I open the door. You know where this goes. There's nobody there. Oh. Nothing. Huh. And then my great friend who's sitting just across the room at the, the table watching my barbacoa tacos, so maybe no ghost steals them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, was anybody at the door? Like, no. And I'm hmm. like, interesting. Interesting. Now, so I propose two things to you. Was is it's an old building? Was the building just settling and it's just being weird? Or two. But like I literally felt like someone was outside the door, like getting in my space, because I was about to yell at no one. I was like so close, but I decided to go up. You know, I'm used to the public service life, the service. You know, working with the public, not just yelling at people, because I did feel like they deserve it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I'll just open the door and be like, hey, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And no one's there. I mean, it also could be a person like me when they go to the bathroom and the door's locked. I just go, eh, I'll use it in a minute. And I just walk away. But I had somebody watching the door. Yeah, but he was distracted by tacos, too. Um, Was she, though? Probably. I mean, tacos are delicious. But they're my tacos. Yeah, I don't know. You think she wants to eat my tacos? <laughs> Maybe. I want to have to have that conversation. Yeah. Were you distracted by tacos? As I was using the bathroom. Just saying. Also in this building, um, like the the manager says like, oh, also as I sing at the top, like it's an older building, so this can be explained away too. I'm eating tacos and then like, but it only happened one time, almost before I went to the bathroom. The lights flickered. It's an old building. Sure. Sure. So like that's just fine. But we'll make note of that. And then um, what I also forgot to mention before when I had the uh, when we were at that um, like the market you know what I mean the event the pop up mm-hmm. because it's an old building there's like an old cellar that was made it's like was made in like the 18 it's like a 400 foot like well cool and there's like a stone pathway to go into into the well but the stone pathway after this like modernized like dining area um, rustic, but like modern, you know, the look industrial, but modern, that mm-hmm. kind of, there's just like an iron gate with a chain and a lock holding the, the, that's the door to get to the cellar. Okay. Creepy. But there's an archway made out of limestone to go down there. And in the center of the limestone is a carved human face, like a Roman statue. Normal, not creepy. So, so that time we, yeah, we were allowed to go down in there and like, uh, I was hanging out touching the limestone also in that room and i think this is where like supposedly people might have i think it's a story 
um, we'll sell, sell the bone, wink, wink, like lacked a bunch of people in this room and they just starved to death. Again, could be just a story, but I mean, lore is what it is. Mm-hmm. But there's like another weird like gate in the cellar to go into like a different room. It's like, okay, but like the wall's wet, it's stripping. Um, and there's like marks in the floor where the well has been dripping that could be, you know, maybe hundreds, thousands of years old, maybe, depending on how the, you know what I mean? Like water is sharp. Have I ever told you that before? I don't think so. Well, Zach, water is sharp mm-hmm. and it can carve you up real good. Might take a while, but yeah. in a couple millennia, you could be the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Becoming the Grand Canyon. I feel pretty good about that. What if you were the Grand Canyon and you were a sentient being? That'd be interesting. It's something to think about. <sighs> yeah. You can tell this is a conversation because that wasn't a prepared thought. So what if you were a sentient Grand Canyon? I mean... Can I speak? Yeah, Do I just exist? No, you, you're the echo of the canyon. That's your voice. Get off me. Preserve <laughs> me. Quit getting lost down here. Don't harvest dying. my resources. <laughs> Please don't die. We don't need a zip line. Just enjoy me. I'm a canyon. I'm grand already. <laughs> so water is sharp. I'm cut you up. Um... Showering is dangerous. That's what you're saying. Don't bathe. Interesting. I like this take. Here, uh huh. Yeah. You heard it here first. Nick hates bathing. Well, that's okay. All right. That's not exactly what I said. Um, I'm Nick's just saying, scared of bathing because water's sharp. I'm just saying, watch out for erosion in your daily lives. Don't bathe. <laughs> <laughs> Stay intact. Stay smelly. <laughs> It's a quote I said that I do not believe. And I will be taking that out of context from now on. But because the place was so cool, um, they had the investigation. So that's that's what that's what was going on there. Um, but yeah, lights flickering, um, always feeling like a presence around. I walked into a cellar where like I walked into it and closed the door. Then it opened by itself, which got me really excited. But then I'm like, I think it's going to do it again. It might be on a slant. So I close it and it opened again. I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. That's just how the door works. Okay. All right. But um, because I had another art event, uh, you know, a marketplace the next day, me and this great friend, we stayed in a hotel room that was in the Congress Theater. Nope. I was going to say in the Congress Theater. That's... That would be crazy. Is this like Warp Tour all over, the Ride Fest all over again? Damn. No. The Congress Plaza Hotel. Okay, that's which, a different place. Which we have discussed in this ep- this podcast many episodes the ago. Congress Theater doesn't even exist anymore, does it? I don't think so. I think it, yeah, because I mean. It's last, used to work. There's last few sh- there's last few shows that I was there at were not great Ugh. as far as the building. It was like already yeah, like. Working in the back was not great. Was it just like empty holes and just uh, like just falling apart? Yeah. One time I was told to go switch a breaker while standing in two inches of water. And I was like, I'm not doing that. That seems like a setup. That seems like some final destination shit right there. Yeah. I didn't do it. Yeah. So that's a good decision. Um, so, yeah, the uh, the Congress Plaza Hotel. 
and um, we may need to edit this out so you can, because it's not going to come through, but I'm going to play a video for you. I just want you to tell me what you hear, all right? Sure. So we're going to come back to this. Um, but again, anybody who wants a refresher on the the history of the Congress Plaza Hotel can listen to the episode we did a long time ago um, where I talked about it. And I realized it's one of the earlier, longer ones I did. I don't know if I went crazy. It's like an hour and 20 minutes. So like, got an, it's supposed to be one of the most haunted buildings in America. So That's um, what they all say. I know. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna play you a thing. All right, bear with me. Yeah. I heard something. Right. So like you've watched a million ghost shows, haven't you? Yeah. Enough. Mm-hmm. And they're always talking about their EVPs. Mm-hmm. And what are EVPs generally speaking? Like growls? Yeah. I mean, I had this played for me. Mm-hmm. Who like, I'll be called, I, I believe, but I like things to, I like to, you know what I mean? No. I like, okay. I like to be convinced of things. Okay, sure. Right? Yeah. So like, I mean, we can even keep playing it after you know, if you care to after we're done recording, but like it goes from like, just, you know, her walking in the hallway, mm-hmm. you know, feeling surrounded and stuff. And then the video gets blurry. It just slows down that one specific spot, which is fine. And then there's a growl. That's, that is weird. Right. And yeah. like every time I listen to, I'm not going to call out, I'm not going to put Zach Baggins on blast from ghost adventures, but I will say, I always listen to those EVPs, and I'm like, all right. Like, it's just... Well, they always put subtitles in front of them. Yeah, because I... it forces I pres- you to hear what... Right, and I presented this to you. Just listen. Yeah. So, but the, even if you ignore what they say, they're like little growls. And I'm always like, whatever. And, like, there's a growl in there. And yeah. I was walking in that hallway, and you could hear through the doors, and you could hear people talking. That's not what I heard people talking. It's a weird... Just somebody cutting one? Just somebody, a door? Somebody just ripping ass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that rips ass so hard it messes up a video Her camera. Belching <laughs> so hard it Brr! vibrates the, the camera. The demon's like, I got gas. <laughs> He's, you walk by the door and the demon goes, I'm gassy. <laughs> <laughs> smells sulfury over here. But no, it's just like, wow, that's real nasty. This smells like hell. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever done that before? Uh, but there's like a noticeable like growl there. Yeah, there was and definitely it gets a weird. noise. So like bare minimum, like weird, right? Definitely like, weird. It kind of pushes on the boundaries of like, what was that? Uh, and again, not saying, I, I like to say not saying anything. But kind of interesting. I mean, it is interesting. Especially I, because I, I know the individual who recorded it, and I'm not being taken for a ride. It's right. recorded, that does, I believe, her wholeheartedly. That does make a big difference. We're not, we're not part of a, sh- a television show, where it's, even though I'm presenting this on a podcast, where it's like a presentation. So someone could yeah, believe. Well, you were presenting it to me, though. Right, exactly. And like, you know. Well, yeah. Weird. It is weird. And right? I believe we're both like-minded where we want to believe, but... But, but. Now this bot dot dot. I'll do dot dot dot. <laughs> yeah. I won't say no. Re- I just say, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
makes you go, huh, interesting. Yeah. And I had done another... Gives you pause. Yeah, you're taking back like, okay, that's interesting. I was also running around this place with an EVP like Egon Spangler. Yeah, the one that we did uh, a impromptu seance on Behind the Veil a couple weeks ago. Oh, um, not that, but I use it all the time still. That was, that was saying some weird shit. Basically, if we, if we dwell on this app that like broadcasts words... Um, a narrative was almost put together where, like, the Congress Plaza Hotel or a ghost from there was pissed that we left to go to the Thornton Distilling location. And then when we came back, like, it was like, it was like on the drive back there, it was going crazy, but it was like quiet before. So then you caught a ride with you? Yeah, like it followed us from, it, it like <laughs> came with us. And then the narrative that I, we kind of put together is that, like, all the spirits in Thornton like didn't like that this spirit came because it was like saying things like worried, scared, or whatever. Like it was, I mean, I could pull up the record to read the actual words that it said. Huh. Maybe I will just for S's and G's. Sillies and gooses. Spirits and ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I liked mine better. I mean, yours was good. I just thought of mine. <laughs> and I had to share. Because sharing is caring. Sharing is scaring. Get it? Because we're talking about spirits. Drinking some spirits. You really are. Some citrusy spirits. It's making me feel spirited. Yeah. We were playing around with those, with that text to voice, or supposedly the ghost will talk, the spirit will talk to you through the app, and it just has an option of saying some words to you. Um, Back at the hotel, when we were messing with it in like the lobby uh, or the restaurant bar type area. It's all kind of connected there. And the beautiful thing about the Congress is it's just old. The whole thing looks old. It is old. It looks old. Nothing's really been changed mm-hmm. since like 1990, whatever. Some things are painted. I mean, it's, it's an old building. Yeah, sure. It's what I call what I say. It's got some stank on it. Sure. That's what I say. This is the thing I say all the time. But like, like Alexis and like Amelia, these two names came up. So it was like, are we talking? Is it supposedly like two spirits here hanging out? And I was saying a few other things. Then we asked us some questions. And it said like devote. And then it also, like, well, who are you talking about? And then it said jerk. And we both assumed <laughs> it was me, which was rude. <laughs> I was like, that's rude, ghost. Yeah. Call me a jerk. I'm not going to say you're wrong. You that's fucking That's rude. Well, I know. Thank you. I appreciate that. We might have been... Oh, no, that's earlier. All right, so then basically, as we're getting ready to leave... So then then uh, this is where it starts. It says Russian. Like rushing or Russian? Well, it, we interpret it as it could be rushing, but it says Russian like the nationality. Okay. Russian struck Amelia. That's the name we heard earlier, which is the only reason why... We were like, okay, that's different. So then we're like, did Amelia follow us from the Congress? Like she came with us. And then it says destination. Like we asked that question. Then it says destination. Like, oh, so like Congress Theater, are you talking about that? I mean, I keep saying Congress Theater because it's been in my brain since I was a child-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, Congress Plaza Hotel. And then it's like, beg you? You want us to leave? Then it's like sunset? Like by morning? Then it's like shock and worry? Sounds to me like a Russian man slapped Amelia. Okay. She wanted out. And then after that, it keeps going. 
And then it's like protesting. Protest, then purchase. Okay. And then middle. And then store. Southern. Test. Murder. Expansion. And Kinsley. And one of the, the, it was talked about in the, um, they talked about it in the presentation, I believe. Kingsley, right? One of the founders of Chicago back in the day. Oh, I have no idea. Look that up, please, because we can check that now. Like Type in Kingsley in relation to Chicago, just so I can make sure. I don't know. I typed in Kingsley, Chicago, and I'm getting nothing but ads for uh, founder. For lawyers, that's all I was getting. Still, all I'm getting, even when I tried to uh, narrow my search results. Because Kingsley is the last name. Um, I mean, it's hard for me to know anything outside of where that's going. Without like the questions that you're asking too at the same time. Right. But to me in the beginning, it's like I imagine you're asking the the very basic question, is there anyone there? <laughs> Russian. Some lady says the Russian's there. And then he struck Amelia. But that's just me just putting my hypothetical but that's also questions into sure. the words you've spit. And I can't remember the exact questions now because, again, I didn't expect to, you know what I mean, have something prepared to talk about that. But, I mean, that's what we kind of figured. Like, Amelia might have followed us from the Congress. We just made that connection because we heard the name earlier. And she's getting attacked by something here. Maybe and then she's sure, begging us know. to go to the destination. You know what I mean? Again, if we're, if we're discussing words being said into this um, app by a spirit, yeah, because it's all context, too. Of course like, it is, 100%. Like, when you say protest, it's like, okay. Yeah, what is it protesting? Well, we're going to leave now, and then you get protest. And it's like, okay, well, it disagrees and doesn't want us to leave then. Or, I don't know what else you could have asked it. Uh, we're going to go to a parade downtown because we don't we don't like something. And then Amelia's like, protest? Right. I can guarantee you that question wasn't asked. Right. I know. But, but, you know, but I'm I mean, just right. Exactly. To give an no, no, exactly. Like. 100%. 100%. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that was just kind of interesting and weird. And then on the, on the ride back to the, uh, on the ride back to the, uh, the hotel that night, that's when I can pull up these bad boys. Because that was around one o'clock. A.M.? Mm-hmm. Look at you. I was very tired. It's like, single, opera, ridiculous, appointment, screening, tooth exclusively, highly, Eli, administrative, warmth, view, potato, ahead, puncture, calm, likewise, hook, diet. Oh, those ones came. It go up, up to puncture from... From single... 102 to puncture 116. 
So we had it open for a while. We did not get that many words when we played with it here. I don't oh, think. Oh, we didn't get shit when we played it with That's that. what I mean. So that's... that's I, the, I told you this place isn't haunted. No. <laughs> and then, I mean, you pointed it out. It started saying things when I started talking. Yeah. Could have been because I was closer to it. Yeah. But don't like that. That's not nice. Mm-hmm. Why are we talking to me? I don't like that. Why are you focused on me? I mean, it's also got ads on it, though. That's okay. Capitalism finds its way in everything. That's fine. Sure. Yeah, that's what we do. It's fine. That's okay. Sure. Again, that's just like a fun little thing to talk about. You never know. Right. I mean, yeah. I'm just right. I'm just punching all the holes. Uh, you need everything. to. That's what I. I mean, that's when when these conversations are had. That's a, that is what I am doing. So yeah, that's something that needs to be done by, you know, as I tell you these anecdotes that had happened. Yeah. Um. So I mean, yeah, just interesting. Just you know, I mean, neat. It's definitely interesting. I've never gone on a paranormal hunt. Yeah, I'd be down. Yeah, I mean, I think you may need to one of these times. Yeah, I need to buy some ghost equipment. What we need to do? Just go hang out in Oxable Cemetery. Just bring the stuff, and record like at the recording stuff. Correct, because the EVPs. Without- are interesting. Without ads. <laughs> Do you have a white noise box? I don't. That I think we need to get. Because like the ad, like you said, like it's got ads. It kind of diminishes. It's fun to do just to see, and yeah. you can read into it because that's a lot of it is intuition and reading into mm-hmm. just thinking what, you know, what could be going on. But just to have something not connected to any internet apparatus that knows everything about you, just a box that makes noise. Yep. I don't want it connected to the internet. I don't want it to have ads. No. That, I don't know what that means. And I also want to buy an EMF reader that is not advertised as like for ghost hunting. I'd like just an EMF reader. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which those are pricier, but that's, I mean, how you got to hunt ghost. ghosts. Busting makes me feel good. That's a thing Ghostbusters say. What? Hello? Yeah? Yeah. What? Uh-huh. But yeah, just some, again, what I was just trying to tell you is just some cute little stories that happened um, that past weekend. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting for sure. Uh... I have a friend that stays at the Congress Hotel. I almost said theater too now. It's it's in my head. It's, it's my like fault. Around Christmas every year, I believe. Okay. I don't know if they still do it or not, but I'll have to ask if anything weird yeah. ever happens. Supposedly the eighth floor was shut down and like you weren't allowed on it, like weird stuff was going on while we were there. We didn't know that at the time. Hmm. But that could have been wild. Yeah. So, I mean, a return is inevitable. And, like, if multiple growls are recorded, like, later on, and I heard the hallway voices, that's, what, that's not what those sounded like. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's something. Because it sounds just like, this was my point with mentioning... Ghost Adventures and Zach Baggins. It sounds like the growls that they find, but I did not manufacture. I did not make it. You know what I mean? I didn't make it for a show. It just came up in a recording. Right. It's like okay, that's normal. That's fine. 
No one can see my face, but I'll make it again to you. When I heard it, just like, okay. Oh, all right. Sure. Because I was like you, like, what am I looking for? Mm-hmm. What am I listening for? Yep. And I was like, but don't tell me. Let me just listen. And as soon as I heard it, I knew. Cool. Anonymous hallway growls. Fine. All right, so just for a bit of quick context, I found those little sheets that I was looking for with some facts about mm-hmm. the Thornton Distillery. Um, so real quick, the uh, history of Thornton and beer goes all the way back to like 1836 where one guy, uh, Don Carlos Berry, he had a sal- uh, sal- I was going to say salon, that would be wrong, a right. saloon and a you know bar and salon. stuff. Yeah, so he was at a salon <laughs> doing hair, doing hair, broom brews. Um, near Thorn Creek, he sold it to a guy called Gordon Hubbard, um, because it's like a cabin. Like he lived there, I guess, brewed some stuff. Yeah. But it wasn't really like a brewery yet, because the main guy we need to deal with is a John Simon, uh, Bielfeld. This man hailed from Germany, and after spending time working for the railroad, he was like, "I'm sick of this." He peaced out and decided to go to Blue Island to learn how to brew. Okay. So John would do that, and he'd buy the cabin from Hubbard in 1857, and then that would kind of cement it as being the first brewery in the good old state of Illinois. That's the one. That's the one. And then the building would go undergo a serious, uh, a series of renovations. Again, I condensed a bunch of stuff um, and add-ons. They built some frame structures. The building got bigger. You know, yada yada. Mm-hmm. Um, after John passed, his sons took over, so it stayed in the family. Um, and then in the early uh, 1900s, like 1902, 1904, there was a flood and a tornado, which roughed it up. So building ain't doing so good as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, floods and tornadoes aren't going to help a building. No, not not typically. I can't imagine a building that was like, oh, thanks for that tornado. Right. Yeah, not often. Um, and then once Prohibition came, that caused the family to sell the brewery. Um, and then it kind of became involved... Like I addressed a little bit of bootlegging. We can involve a, a gangster by the name of Joe Saltis. Um, he was, you know, low-key bootlegging out of the building. Um, and as activity ramped up, you know, the feds would get involved. They'd start, like, dumping stuff. You know, again, they were raided by the federal government because beer was illegal. Right. And then um, what's cool, but not cool, actually, because... Um, well, Al Capone was public enemy number one. Saltis was public enemy number nine, so he made the top ten. Hmm. So that's uh, something concerning. Um, but then after Prohibition, the brewery exchanged hands again several times. Um, few, few failed businesses. The area where they, um, you know, because there's like a restaurant there too, so restaurants would just operate out of it. But it's many levels, so that would be a hindrance to some people, I guess, occupying it or enjoying it or whatever. And then eventually, uh, modern times, Saltis's great grandson, who was not a fan of the mob connection, but him and a few other um, business partners bought it, and now it is Thornton Distilling Company, where it's a uh, hmm. nice place to enjoy a drink and have some eats. Nice. But just a little condensed, because the building's got some history on it. Mm-hmm. We like to call some stank on it, which okay. incorporates you know all the potential supernatural stories, and again... Who was knocking on my bathroom door? Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, but thanks again to Paranormal Chicago. They put on the excellent investigation that I was, in fact, a part of. Nice. Waving my my reader around, mm-hmm. playing Egon Spengler, yep. as I like to do. And then uh, that also 
that story about the Congress Plaza Hotel, I will certainly be seeing you again. That's right. I'm talking to a hotel as if it's a person. Okay. But, you know, just a little to wrap things up, just uh, some experiences I did, in fact, have and wanted to share. Right, yeah. Am I full of shit? Are things crazy? Are there ghosts? You be the judge, but those things happen to me. Hmm. So there you go. Cool. Right? Yeah. Well, um, if anybody has any spooky stories of the sort, you could email us at weirdandfreepodcast at gmail.com. Um, follow the show wherever you follow podcasts. Leave us a review. We like that. Support us on the patreon.com slash weirdandfeared. And above all else, stay vigilant for ghosts. Of course. Yeah. And stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. <laughs>